0: Welcome to the Gracefilled and Graceful podcast where we go from chaos to confirmation, confusion to clarity, and self-conscious to confident when building your online business using your God-given strengths. I'm Jennifer Emmanuel and inside we're creating full-time fulfilling income in a way that feels great to our souls. Let's get started. Hi, it's Jen. We are back at it. This is the official like kickoff, so to speak, of our second season, of our second season and uh, I was trying to think of like what to call the season. I think I'm going to call it the Acorn Season, Season Two, the Acorn Season, um, as kind of just a, a starting point of of kind of where I came from and how I got to where I am and uh, how we're moving forward together. I think I think this is going to be fun, and I'm really looking forward to it. I uh, one of my coaches was talking to me the other day, and he said. You know what are you really excited about right now? And I said, believe it or not, I am just pumped about season two of my podcast. And uh, so I, um, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into it. I wanted to recognize uh, last week I met left a kind of what to expect in season two um, podcast, and I said that I was going to get rid of some of the other. Um, like segments that I had in season one for a couple of reasons to keep things easier for me since I'm a solopreneur at this point and um, editing, keep that at a minimum and uh, basically just teach and and post and post the podcast. <laughs> um, but the, you know what? My favorite segment is giving city shout outs to, uh, new cities that join us from around the world. And we are, I think we're in every, we've been in every continent except Africa and Antarctica. We have nobody from Antarctica has downloaded my message, but You never know. Uh, So I wanted to say hello to Brentwood, California. It's great to see you as a new listener. And I hope that um, something that I say or a resource that I give uh, helps to impact wherever it is that you're going and and helps you um, get there in a way that just makes your soul sing. So let's get started. Uh, So today's acorn message. Uh, I wanted to take you back, and I'm not going to go through... (laughs) <laughs> painfully every tiny thing about kind of what brought me to um where I was in college but i am going to i'm going to go back a little bit because there are patterns that i've seen in life uh when reflecting that go back as far as i can remember and i think that's well i won't go back that far but things that not until i got older that i was able to reflect on and say i've always been this way this this is not that's not a cop out or um, a reason to procrastinate or anything like that. There's just certain things that are given to us, uh, and you know, once we accept that as part of confirmation, uh, that I teach the acceptance part of it. Um, there's that's really part of what's holding holding us back is we think we have to be something else in order to get um, get going and answering the call. And so just some just brief like things that I've noticed. And not only have I noticed, I've been told these things by other people that observe me. Now, the reason why I'm going to be telling you all of this is not just really to introduce myself, um, but it's, it's mainly it is an invitation for you to reflect upon as part of your confirmation step of answering the call in your life, yeah, it's really to reflect upon patterns uh, that you can trace back all the way to your youth, and to help solidify, and confirm the spiritual gifts that you were given as a believer, even from a very young age. The biggest role in my childhood and growing up was I grew up in the Catholic Church and um, went to. I didn't go to a Catholic school, so I went to like church supported classes that kind of helped you with your church education through um, elementary school and middle school. In the Catholic church, you have like first communion, you have uh, quote unquote, they're called rites, uh, re- uh, religious rites. I don't remember. It's called a rite. And uh, so the first one is the first communion. And then in your teenage years you have the uh, confirmation. So when, when people in Protestant churches, uh, when they're baptized, it's, it's about the same age-ish as in the Catholic Church going through confirmation. Um, and then the next rite would be marriage and etc. But in their young, uh, First Communion, which I think was probably around second grade, we were in the church one evening and maybe we were practicing. And so we were in the church practicing confession. I was just standing by the altar listening to the teacher and something just kind of hit me, um, just this flood of like joy came over me uh, and I had never felt anything like that before. And I, I, I don't think I've ever felt anything since. And I really believe that it was some type of a, I don't know if you want to call it religious experience. It was, it was, it was definitely, I felt an extreme closeness to the Holy spirit. Something, something happened. And I just, I felt that way. And so that has always been a part of um, my My journey is that that one thing that happened when I was very young, I always felt like and has definitely gotten stronger as I've taken time to develop this program to help women to build their online businesses in a way that feels great to their soul based on their their spiritual gifting and um, really serving the Lord and giving the glory to Him. Um, But that was something that was important that happened. And then... Growing up, I didn't have a word for it. I may have called it shy, but I don't think I did. That that word wasn't really used um, to describe me, but um, some people do use that word to describe introverts. And so uh, from a very early age, I remember just not wanting to be around big groups of people. And, and uh, just I know that I was invited to, you know, kids' birthday parties, and, I, you know, I... I'd say I wanted to go, but my mom could tell I really wasn't comfortable, and so she always would be like, "No, you don't. You don't have to go." And so I remember pulling out um, larger events like that. I wasn't um, super comfortable in just just going in and starting a new something or another, a new um, starting a new program or a new sport or uh, anything like that, because I, I always wanted to observe first versus just. Oh, we're doing this? Okay, here I go. I always kind of wanted to, it took me some time to get used to the water. That's how I describe it now, is that if, you know, life as it was at the time was a big swimming pool, I still, back then, would go down the stairs slowly, get used to the water, and then dive in. So like many of you, I was in the Girl Scouts, And um, in general, uh, I look back and... um, it was one of those experiences where I felt different than all the girls. Uh, I think I had one or two close friends, but that's just me. That's just me in general. I've always had just a couple of close friends. And that, that's very um, similar in introverted people's lives. Is, um, that's just how that works. But in general, um, that's just kind of how I felt. And a lot of the time when we were doing group activities, I didn't really want to participate um, because I didn't think they were fun. <laughs> now, um, as you'll probably learn, I really love nature. And growing up in uh, the Midwest, I uh, spent a lot of a lot of my most favorite times were spent outside. And so, one year we went with the Girl Scouts camping, and it was in the like platforms, platform tents. So they were tents still. And they didn't have heat or air or anything like that. But it was on a platform. So it wasn't necessarily just a regular tent. And there were several beds per platform tent. Uh, And, you know, you're in a room with some people that you're not used to being in a room with. And then there's the kumbaya time where you sit in front of the fire and, you know, this and that. And then then there's activities. And I just needed some alone time. I I just needed to break away. And so I went for a walk. (laughs) myself. <laughs> it was a nice walk. I, I you know, we had I wasn't just exploring blindly. We had walked around the area, so I was I was uh used to. I knew what was around. Uh I didn't feel like I was going to get lost. I just went through the uh, the area as we had done before. I just did it by myself just to have some alone time. And um uh, this kind of is the pattern of um, my introversion, but also the fact, uh, more of the fact that I didn't like big group activities and, and lots of noise, uh, and the fact that I felt very different from a lot of people. Um, and <laughs> I still laugh about it. Uh, as I was coming back from my walk, my friend um, ran up to me and was like, oh my gosh, we were so worried about you. That. The camp leaders, uh, the Girl Scout leaders were about to, you know, call for the police, and I couldn't have been gone that long. Maybe like 30 or 40 minutes, something like that. And I, I don't know if I if I slipped away without telling anybody that probably would have caused an issue with anybody. But <laughs> but, but uh, just just again, patterns, things that happened in your young life that you can trace back to who you are and how you were made. Another thing about as I was growing up is uh, and until I got to uh, let's just say I call it my warm up time my warm up time with new children uh, to hang out with uh, took some time it, it wasn't an immediate oh you're a kid too let's go play it, it took some time it was a warm up thing however, I always felt comfortable sitting at the adult table now, I didn't participate much, but I really loved listening and um, in many instances. It's, even even with family kids that i knew cousins and stuff i would take a break and just go sit with the um with the with the adults and that had a lot to do kind of a lot uh, played a lot into uh growing up and i'll get to it in a minute but um having a just a keen perception and feeling starting to feel that sometimes it, you know like well i'm a little different than most kids uh, as far as what I enjoyed doing. So going along with the ideas of wanting to be around adults, I remember having the thought on the walk, I was walking home from middle school one day. And I think it must have been the end of the middle school experience, because I looked at my best friend and I said, you know what, I don't even want to go to high school. Is there a way that I can just skip all the drama and go to college? Like I was just ready to be done with drama. And I knew that what was coming ahead was going to be was going to be crazy, and of course it was, but um, but the yeah, just just uh, kind of being grown up before my time and being interested in things that other other kids were not interested in. Um, with this next thing I'm going to talk about, I I want it to be a subject that I talk about freely because anytime I feel like a slight hesitation in discussing. Um, anything. Uh, I have to ask myself, you know, is this information going to benefit somebody? Uh, I'm nervous to talk about it, but uh, I don't think there should be any reason to talk about it. I mean, any reason to be nervous to talk about it because it does happen with so many families and there is this inherent shame that goes with it. And that has to do with addiction and um, addiction does run in my family, and I did grow up around it. And um, so that played a major role in adding to the feelings of, um, I don't fit in, uh, there's something different about my family, there's something different about me, um, and uh, aiding in a little bit of the anxiety that I felt anyways. And so Uh, chances are addiction has uh, affected you or somebody you know or love. Um, And there's a whole bunch of studies out, by the way. This is completely off topic. But um, if you or anybody that you love uh, has been raised in a household with addiction or um, anybody that they really have loved, there are several programs that I recommend because usually you feel like the one that's crazy. When going through this, uh, however, that's not the case. Um, So uh, I recommend Al-Anon. Al-Anon is an organization that helps the people who love addicts. Um, Also, there is um, some great books. There's some great books out there, um, and I'll, I'll put this information in the show notes. But there's some great books that have really helped me on perspective. And help me to realize that I'm not, I'm not crazy. Um, and the study of it is called adults children, meaning that something in our childhood was emotionally scarring, and so sometimes when we grow up, we're adults. Sometimes there's points that we still can feel like children, hope, helpless and hopeless, and and anxious, and not you know not as much as in control. So um i hope that that information helps somebody to either um learn more about that for themselves or to re- recommend it to somebody that they love but that definitely had um a a way of further making me feel just in general like i was different from people uh other other people my age um this one this one runs deep in my soul um and I don't. Yeah, I do. I definitely have a I have a memory from kindergarten um, where all the other kids in the kindergarten class are playing with trucks or, you know, we were inside. So whatever it was that they were doing. And I was completely into the idea of starting and running a bank. Um <laughs> I was like five or something. That was as far as the back as I can remember. As far uh, as far as creating and running, mainly creating companies, um, and uh, some type of service company. Something basically a, a way to make money. And that that can be seen throughout my childhood. Uh, from that that part, I guess I was four or five. Was it? Yeah. Um, until I guess until I stop playing, you know, like when you're, when you get to a certain age, like teenage, you stop playing things and then you start experiencing life differently. Like you don't want to buy toys anymore. You, you know, you want other things. Um, and so yes, it's countless, countless businesses that I ran either with myself or made my poor friends play with me. Um, anything from, um, restaurant to real estate to, any any anything in between i was I played all of those things where you know other kiddos rather you know go do something else it's playing I was constantly starting businesses, and some of them as I got older, I actually charged people for it. like I actually made some money on that that was exciting um and then who can um I'm sure this has happened to many of us, and it really does taint our experience, especially. Um, Moving forward as business owners, uh, the idea that uh, sales, sales doesn't fit you in general. Um, Sales, a lot of people have these uh, thoughts about selling anything. And it, it may have come from you being asked to sell something. Uh, it may have come from how you saw your, re- your parents react to people selling stuff. Um, but a lot of people have just this icky feeling about sales. And so I, I, I too had that feeling. Um, so when I first started um, working for myself, that was something I had to get over and realign it in my brain in a way that made sense to me so that I would feel good about doing it in the right way. But, um, yes, I was in Girl Scouts, and that meant I sold Girl Scout cookies. And how I did it was uh, I would walk around the neighborhood by myself. My mom sent me by myself. It was a safe neighborhood back in the early 80s. Um, And Girl Scout Scout cookie time was in the winter. So I would put on my boots and my snowsuit, and I would walk to the neighbor's houses that I knew, and my sales technique was basically – you know, hi, I'm selling Girl Scout cookies and I would hand them the sheet. Uh, Same thing with uh, having my uh, aunts and uncles order. That's pretty much it. My mom would then bring, my mom was a teacher and my mom would then bring the Girl Scout cookie form to uh, her work and my dad probably brought it to his work too. And that's how I sold Girl Scout cookies. Okay, so friends and family, right? And um, a lot of times, now, when we're looking to run a business, we could feel like we don't have a lot of opportunities for customers because really the only people we know are friends and family and we don't want to put them in that situation, right? Okay. So this started back then. Um, and then again, in I think in middle school, there was probably chocolate bars that were being sold for fundraising. Uh, in high school, there was... There were things for sports, you know, and as I grew up and started selling my, I said selling myself, as I started selling as a way to make money for myself, I look back at those experiences and I realized that I was not given an education on it. And if I would have been maybe prepped a little bit more or um, maybe did some role playing or even... Given some idea, um, I would not have had a negative experience, and I could see that there's absolutely nothing wrong with selling. That was part, uh, kind of goes with my uh, introversion, but I knew from a young age, you you heard the stories, I loved having businesses. Well, it would have behooved me <laughs> to have been trained a little bit earlier in life. I was early 20s when I started to be trained on, on selling, but... Um, you know, for twenty years of my of my uh beginning of life, I was terrified of the idea of selling. So, I think I've talked enough for today. <clears throat> I'll be back next week and talking a little bit more um about uh, the college experience and uh, the first job and uh, moving into working for myself uh, as part of this acorn. And I hope you guys know acorn. Okay, the whole acorn thing has to do with um, the uh, idea that answering the call has three parts to it. The clarity, the, sorry, the confirmation, the clarity, and the confidence. And I kind of have it as a tree. The roots is the confirmation. The trunk is the clarity. And then the abundant leaves is the confidence. And an acorn is just that. It's an inanimate object that has the capability of becoming a huge oak. Now we have a 200 year old oak tree, live oak tree in our front yard and, and my husband and I holding hands still can't wrap our arms all the way around the trunk. I should go measure it one day. That would be fun to figure out how big the trunk is, but uh, the width of the trunk. Um, but that's why I decided to call this, this season Acorn, the Acorn season, um, because just like anybody, we, we all start as, you know, something tiny with um, a whole bunch of um, opportunity, I guess you could say. Um, and as we start to sprout and grow, um, you can tell that God has already, I don't guess if you want to say prescribed to us um, a certain... Uh, character characteristics, uh, personality, strengths, and you can see it start to happen as as you're growing from that tiny um, tiny acorn. So each time we finish up, I want to kind of give you a takeaway. Uh, we know who we are from very young, And so the takeaway today has to do with um, all of the problems that we come into as we're growing up, and we all hit things. I mean, right now I'm parenting a a, a preteen and um, an eight-year-old, and every I, I can't tell you how many problems we come across every day (laughs) you come across problems every day as well. Um, But I think that there's this lie that we believe um, as we're trying to survive. Now, wouldn't you say growing up, you pretty much feel like you're just trying to survive. Uh, You're trying to fit in. You're trying to make sense of yourself in this world. And just like you're trying to make sense perhaps of, of yourself and your business, well, here is the first The first thing. You are not broken. You were made exactly how you were supposed to be made. Everything that you need to move forward, you already have. And uh, we, we are not broken. We, we are whole in God's love and in what the Holy Spirit does in living with us every day. And in our weakness, He is strong. And if He is strong... That, that means we don't have to be perfect, and we don't have to be in control, and we don't have to have all of the ideas. We just have to what? Uh, listen and answer the call. So next week, I'll start off with uh, giving shout-outs to our new cities, and uh, yeah, I would love for you to tell a friend. Tell a friend that we are here, and we're hanging out, and uh, we are learning about growing an online business as Christian women in a way that, that makes our soul sing in a way that feels great to our soul in um, working with our spiritual gifting and really um, answering the call that's been put on our lives in a way that blesses others and gives God the glory. So here is to a great week. I can't wait to talk next week. Um, We're going to learn a little bit more about our acorn season and getting through, um, college and that first job and then into working for myself where i I got um 20 i guess 20 almost 25 years of experience right there um i look forward to sharing with you then